welcome back to your brain uncovered uh, today we're going to be talking about a somewhat sensitive topic and that's going to be menopause so how does menopause affect our brain so all you ladies out there and curious men <laughs> so yeah um i generally believe that women are works of art on the inside as on the outside and um today especially i'm going to be focusing on the inside what's you know a woman's brain uh, there are many theories on how women's brains do differ from men's brains, and um, uh, well, this specific podcast is uh, going to be basing everything on twenty years of research. Um, and well, that twenty years of research did guarantee that well, there was no such thing as a gendered brain. Uh, from as far as I can see, pink and blue, Barbie and Lego, these are all inventions that have nothing to do with the way our brains are built. That said. Women's brains differ from men's brain in some respects, and I'm here to talk about these differences because they actually matter for our health. For example, women are more likely um, than men to be diagnosed with an anxiety disorder or depression, not to mention those headaches and migraines. But also at the core of um, at the core of this topic, women are more likely to have Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's disease is the most common cause of dementia on the planet affecting close to 6 million people just in the UK alone. And almost two-thirds of these people are actually women. So for every man suffering from Alzheimer's, there are two women. Now, why is that overall? Is it is it age? Is it mm, lifespan? I mean, what else could it be? A few years ago, um, a researcher at Will Cornwell Medicine School in New York City actually answered this question. So it turns out our brains age differently, and menopause plays a key role here for women. Now, most people think of the brain as a kind of black box, isolated from the rest of the body, but in reality, our brains are in constant interaction with the rest of us. And perhaps surprisingly, the interaction with the reproductive system is really crucial for brain aging in women. These interactions are mediated by our hormones, and we know that hormones <laughs> differ between the genders, obviously. I mean, men have more testosterone, women have more estrogens, but what really matters here is that these hormones differ in their longevity. Men's testosterone um, doesn't run out until, you know, late in life, which is a slow and pretty much symptom-free process, of course. Um, women's estrogens, on the other hand, oh boy, I mean, they start fading in midlife during menopause, which is anything but symptom free now we associate menopause with the ovaries right but when women say that they're having hot flashes night sweats insomnia memory lapses depression anxiety those symptoms don't start in the ovaries they start in the brain those are neurological symptoms we're just not used to thinking about them as such right so why is that i mean why are our, our brains so impacted by menopause well first of all our brains and ovaries are part of the neuroendocrine system. As part of the system, the brain talks to the ovaries, and the ovaries talk back to the brain. Every day of our lives, uh, well, as a, as a woman. So the health of the ovaries is linked to the health of the brain, and the other way around. At the same time, hormones like estrogen are not involved in reproduction, but also in brain function. And estrogen in particular, or you can call it like estradiol, is really key for energy production in the brain. Now, let's go to a cellular level here. I mean, estrogen really, it literally pushes neurons to burn glucose to make, like, energy. If your estrogen is high, your brain is energy high. When your estrogen declines, though, your neurons start slowing down and age faster. 
Now, studies have shown that this process can even lead to the formation of amyloid plaques. Those um, are a hallmark for Alzheimer's disease. These effects are stronger in specific brain regions, of course. I mean, um, let's start with the hypothalamus. Um, there's a where there's like a huge charge of regulating for body temperature. When estrogen doesn't activate the hypothalamus correctly, the brain cannot regulate body temperature correctly. So those hot flashes that women get, that, that's the hypothalamus. Then there's the brainstem in charge of sleep and wake. When estrogen doesn't activate the brainstem correctly, we have trouble sleeping. Or it's the amygdala. The let's talk about that. I mean, that's my favorite. It's the emotional center of the brain, close to the hippocampus, the memory center of the brain. Now, when estrogen levels in these regions, you know, um, get unbalanced, we start getting mood swings. Perhaps um, even forget things. So this is the brain anatomy of menopause, if you, uh, if we can say so. Now, yeah. So certain brain scans do evidently show that. I mean, uh, if you look at a PT scan of a woman, uh, you know, going through menopause, maybe around like 43, 43 years uh, of age. Um, well, the, the brain would show, um, how do I, how can I easily say this? You'd see um, bright yellow turn orange, almost purple. That's a 30% drop in brain energy before hitting menopause to after hitting menopause. Now in general, this just doesn't seem to happen to a man of this uh, a man a man of the same age. Um in most studies with hundreds of people, they show that middle-aged men usually have high brain energy levels. For women, brain energy is usually fine before menopause, but then it gradually declines during the transition. And this was found independent of age. It didn't really matter if the women were 40, 50 or 60. What mattered most was that they were well, in menopause. So, of course, we need more research to confirm this, but it looks like the woman's brain in midlife are more sensitive to hormonal aging than just straight-up chronological aging. And this is important information to have because so many, so many women can feel these changes. So many patients have said that, well, they feel like their minds are playing tricks on them, to put it mildly. So, yeah, I really want to validate this because it's real. And so just to clarify, if this is you, you're not crazy. Um, yeah, it's important. So many women have worried that they might be losing their minds. But the truth is that your brain might be going uh, through just a transition, you know, or it's going through a transition and just needs time and support to adjust. Um, also, if anyone's concerned that middle-aged women might be underperformers, let me just quickly add that we, well, we aren't, <laughs> they aren't, <laughs> God forbid, right? I mean, um, let's not do that because, um, well, their cognitive performance has been looked at and there were obviously no differences between men and women before and after menopause. Other studies confirmed this, obviously. So basically, um, they're just as sharp. That all said, there's something else more serious that deserves our attention. Uh, if you remember, I mentioned that estrogen declines, uh, and that could potentially, you know, promote the formation of amyloid plaques uh, or Alzheimer's plaques. But there is another kind of brain scan that looks exactly at those plaques, and um, it was used to show that middle-aged men hardly have any. I mean, that's great, right? But for women, there's a quite bit of an increase during the transition to menopause. And I want to be really, really clear here that not all women develop those plagues and not all women, all women with the plagues develop dementia. But having the plagues is a risk factor. It is um, not in any way a diagnosis, like especially at this stage. 
um, but still it's quite an insight to associate Alzheimer's with menopause. We think of menopause as belonging to middle age and Alzheimer's as belonging to old age, but in reality, many studies, well, had shown that Alzheimer's disease starts with negative changes in, brain, in the brain years, if not decades, prior to clinical symptoms. So for women, it looks like this process starts in midlife, during menopause, which is important info to have because it gives us, you know, a somewhat timeline to start looking for those changes. So yeah, um, in terms of that timeline I spoke of, most women go through a menopause in their early 50s, but it can be earlier often because, um, I mean, of certain medical interventions. And the common example is, uh, um, I mean, it can be spotted earlier. I'm, have you ever heard of a hysterectomy? Um, yeah, well, that's just a, a term, a fancy term to refer to like a, surger, a surgical removal of the uterus and unfortunately there is evidence that having the uterus and more so the ovaries removed prior to menopause correlates with high risks of dementia in women now i know that is upsetting news and it's definitely um, depressing news but we need to talk about it because most women are not aware of this correlation and it seems like um they should be also, no one's suggesting that women decline uh, these procedures if they need them. Um, the point here is that we really need to better understand what happens to our brains as we go through menopause, natural or medical, and how to protect our brains in the process, you know? So yeah, how do we start? How do we protect our brains? Um, should we be taking hormones? Uh, I have a long way to go, but for middle-aged women, I mean, that's a fair question. It's a good question, and the shortest possible answer right now is that Hormonal therapy can be helpful to alleviate a number of symptoms like hot flashes, but it's not currently recommended for dementia prevention. And many of us are like, um, well, many of us are looking, not looking forward to it, but I mean, there's always a bright side. Um, yeah, and there are other things you can do, you know, to support your hormones and the effects on your brain that don't really require medication. Um, I mean, it just requires taking a good look at your lifestyle. Uh, why so? Well, because of food we eat, how much exercise we get, how much sleep we get or don't get, how much uh, stress we have, you know, in our lives. Those are all things that can actually impact our hormones for better and for worse. Food, for example, um, there are many diets out there, but uh, my favorite really is the Mediterranean diet. I mean, studies have shown that the Mediterranean diet in particular is supportive of women's health immensely, immensely supports it. I mean, women on this diet have a much lower risk of cognitive decline, of depression, of heart disease, of stroke, and of cancer. And they also have fewer hot flashes. What's interesting about this diet is that it's quite rich in foods that contain estrogens in the form of phytoestrogens or estrogens from plants. Um, these act like mild estrogens in our bodies. Uh, some phytoestrogens have been linked to a possible risk of cancer, but not the ones in this diet. Um, these are completely safe. You know, especially ones coming from, you can say, flax seeds or sesame seeds, um, dried apricots, legumes, and, you know, a number of other fruits. And for some good news, dark chocolate contains phytoestrogens too. So yeah. Uh, diet is one way to gain estrogens, but it's just as important to avoid things that suppress it as well, especially like stress. Stress can literally steal your estrogens, and that's because cortisol, which is the main stress hormone, works in balance with it. So if cortisol goes up, your estrogen goes down. If cortisol is down, your estrogen goes up. So reducing stress is really important. It doesn't just you know, help your date, it also helps your brain. So yeah, there are the, these are just a few things that we can do to support our brains, and obviously there are many more. But the important thing here is that 
changing the way we understand the female brain really changes the way that we care for it and the way that we frame women's health i mean the more women demand this info the sooner we'll be able to you know break the taboos around menopause and maybe also come up with solutions that actually work not just for alzheimer's disease but for women's brain health as a whole uh brain health is women's health eventually so yeah i hope we get to see more insight on this in future research uh anyways i hope this has been of help uh, if you have any questions um or you want um you know the work cited feel free to reach out to me um yeah thank you so much for listening um and have a beautiful day bye